Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Hey everyone and welcome to episode 210 for Slamfire Radio for June 15th, 2017. This is one of your hosts, Kelly Lynn. This is the other one of your hosts because there's just two of us tonight. I know, and we're both sick and we both made it. I know, and the two guys that are healthy, like whatever, they don't even show up. I know. And Trevor's not even here. You could have said 210, no problem. And he wouldn't have said a thing because he's not here. At five o'clock in the morning, saying, "Hey!" Oh, he's gonna. Oh, now I know. I mean, I just said two hundred and ten. So, well, let's just do. So, it's two thousand and seventeen. Yes, it uh, is. We'll continue on with that for the rest of the show, because Trevor. That's the main topic. Yeah, basically. How can we irritate Trevor? (laughs) The most. We will definitely get uh, messages. Yeah, no kidding. Well, we're we're just gonna do what, like a. a short a show tonight, like a microcast, because there's just the two of us, and we're both sick. So we wanted to give you guys something to listen to, but I wouldn't yeah, hold can... my breath. Actually, you could hold your breath, because by the time you're done holding your breath, we'll probably be done. That's true. <laughs> we're not Trevor, so we didn't do much in guns. And No. We got feedback this week, though. Yeah, we'll do the feedback. That That's always fun. I love getting feedback. Yeah, that's pretty good. We got iTunes too, so we got a couple of them. So that's yeah. cool. Yeah, we got two iTunes, which is like two more than zero, which is what we normally get. Yeah. <laughs> All right, why don't we do what we did in guns? And I hope it's a lot longer than what you have on here. But before we get to that, we're going to talk about our sponsors. So, uh, what we did in guns is brought to us by the Calgary Shooting Center. Uh, Again, what we did in guns this week is brought to you by the Calgary Shooting Center, Canada's premier uh, firearms retailer. And this week at the Calgary Shooting Center, they have a SIG P320 with night sights for $839, which is an awesome deal. Nice. You got the and in there, too. 839 is perfect. I know. Should I, I, wonder, do I wonder if it's the SIG P320. And 20. Yeah. yeah. The 320. I thought, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Trevor's going to have an aneurysm. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. So, how long does it take Trevor to have an aneurysm? Not long, probably. Start the countdown. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> All right. So, what'd you do, Tri- Matthew? I, um, I don't know. What did I did I do anything last weekend? Did I go to the steel? I'm Chal- hoping. No, that was the week. Was that last weekend? No, that was the week before. That was a week. Before. So we already talked about steel challenge. Oh, Trevor wasn't here to talk about steel challenge. Was that the case? No, Trevor was here. No, I was here. Huh. No, he I don't the, think I. You after the Ipsic event, right? What Ipsic event? There was the Steel Challenge. No, there, the week before was... I don't know. The week before was the Ipsic event. I don't know. I don't even remember When did you on. beat Trevor? Like a long time ago. Like, I beat him all the time. That guy's not a very good shooter. You know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't in the Steel Challenge. No, I didn't beat him in the Steel no. Challenge. No. no. So, yeah, no, we talked about the Steel Challenge last week. That's what the, that was the main topic last week. I remember that now. Yes, it was. You were, we were all here, too. Yeah, and after that, I don't think I've shot my gun since then. Wait, that's not true. All right, no, everybody. It's not. Yeah, <laughs> the Time end. To go. Thank you. No, actually, tr- <laughs> uh, Curtis and I went shooting. We 
uh, I'm cleaning out my basement because we're moving. And so in the basement, I had, I don't know, almost 50 big one-gallon orange juice jugs full of water. I just... Really? In case the power goes out, at least I can flush the toilet kind of thing, right? So I just, I just, anytime I emptied a gallon of orange juice, I filled it with water through the basement. And, um, then I stopped when I had like 50 of them, cause who needs 51 gallons of water? Cause 50 is probably fine. It's so, a little excessive, yeah. Yeah, it's probably a lot. And I didn't, I mean, it's been down there for probably three years now. So I wasn't ever going to drink it. And we're about to move. So I'm not going to bring it with me to the new house. I'm like, hmm, what can we do with these big jugs of water? Let's shoot, shoot them. So we shot them. So we hauled them out to the local gravel pit, and Curtis and I set them up. And we did a bit of an experiment. We started with the P. We we shot the PAR. So we yeah. started with full metal jacket and put it. Nice. So we lined up all the jugs in a row, and we made three rows. So if the bullet went to the left or to the right, it'd still catch a jug. And mm. so we shot it, and it went through like three jugs, and then we found it completely intact but flattened. So yeah. that was kind of cool. So then I got a hollow point round and put that yeah. through, and it only went through two and um, just disintegrated. We found all the – well, didn't find all the parts. We found a lot of parts because mm. uh, they just ended up inside the jug. We just emptied out the water, and the leftovers was the leftover jacket and the lead. So we, we pulled that out. And then I shot a uh, polymer tip, one of the VMAX um, projectiles. How far did that go? Oh, it One. Really? Yeah, just one. That was it. I thought it'd go farther. No, because it's designed to expand the most rapidly. Right. So it hit the first right. jug and just, it blew that first jug to kingdom come. There was not much left of it. It just shredded it. <laughs> and yeah, there were just like these tiny little fragments of the bullet inside. So it was kind of neat to see the difference between full metal jacket, hollow point, and polymer tip. So that was kind of cool. So we did that and we still had like 30, like, jugs of water left. So what are we going to do with those? Gosh, Generate. I don't know. Yep. And a tannerite. So we made a water jug cave. So we lined the two sides and made it too high. And then we put the pound of tannerite inside on top of a laid down jug. And then we like stacked the rest of the jugs on top. And then I hit it. And wah, boom. We made a rainbow. That's how much oh, really? water was in the air. It was really cool. I got you video. Didn't film the- oh, okay. Yeah, got video, but it's on Curtis's phone, and Curtis is downriver, and so I, I've only seen it on his phone. He used, he's got a new iPhone, something or other, like a iPhone seventy-seven thousand. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So he's got the slow mo, like Filthy does. So we got this beautiful slow mo jugs going flying everywhere. Ooh. So as soon as I get that from him, I'll be putting it up on the Facebook page so all the listeners can uh, can view that. So yeah, that was a lot of fun, and then. Um, also, I like like I said last week, I ended up uh, putting a little bit of work into the rifle that Mark Price lent me. Okay. So I straightened out the scope and sort of sighted it in with a, lane, a, a laser bore sighter and yeah. then, um, you know, tightened everything down and, and it was all good. So we, we took that out to the range, not to the range, just to the gravel pit too, and just shot it a few times. I think we put probably 30 or 40 rounds through it, just shooting at rocks and pop cans and stuff. And it was pretty cool. It's, um... It's a neat, handy little rifle. It's a Mossberg 802 Plinkster, I think it's called. Oh, yeah. With a thumbhole stock. It's really, really light. But the trigger pull is That's heavier than the gun. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty heavy. So that can probably be cleaned up. But, I mean, that that being said, a heavy trigger doesn't necessarily – it's not necessarily a bad thing. It just means, you know, you just got to know – you just know that it's heavier. It's yeah. It can still be worked with. And we were still able to get some some – you know, fairly good shots with it, so it was all right. 
but I'm looking forward to taking it out to the range and putting it on paper and seeing what I can get for groups out of it. So, and I just shot, I shot the stuff he said not to shoot through it because I'm a rebel awesome. and I don't listen to people. And of the 30 or 40 rounds we put through it, we only had two fail to feed. And that's what the problem was with him. He said that the, the Winchester bulk ammo oh. kind of hangs up on the side a little bit. And yeah, a couple of them did, but for the most part, it actually worked quite well. So with the, the round nose ammo, the CCI mini mags that I'll use uh, during the actual test. Um, I'm sure they're going to feed flawlessly. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a pretty yeah. neat little rifle. I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to shooting it some more. You should bring it to the charity shoot. Yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe I will. We can so, that. yeah, that's that's all yeah. I did. Um, what did you do? I spent the weekend in Barrie. It was awesome. Cool. I, yeah, we had a youth shoot for Maple Seed, so we oh, nice. ended. Yeah, we went up. Uh, the Friday night, so we stayed at um, Brian Bolivar's place. Oh, and, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was fun. Trish is cool, but I mean, then there's Brian. Well, yeah, no, Brian was a very we we actually met him at the range and we scoped it out and figured out what we were going to do and everything. And then we went over to his place. Right. And uh, yeah. Cool. And Did you go swimming in his saltwater pool? No, we Did didn't. You, Did you see any saltwater crocs in a saltwater pool? No, I saw. Uh, That's, like, if know, he has his Crocs on, you just take them and throw them. I in the was pool. just going to say, yeah, we didn't be see like, some foam Crocs. Saltwater Croc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, because Brian Bolivar wears Crocs, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, just to, I'm just throwing that out there. It's not a good look. But apparently they're comfortable. But I don't care. Yeah, because Crocs. Yeah, you can get other <laughs> comfortable shoes that aren't Crocs. That's right. Yes. I'm just teasing you, Brian. I do still think Crocs are ugly, but I do actually like you, so... Yes. Yeah. We very much like Brian yeah. Bolivar. He's awesome. So we set up on Friday night a little bit, and uh, we came went out earlier uh, on Saturday, but not as early as we have been getting up, um, just because the kids, well, they don't want to be there at 7 o'clock in the morning. I don't really want to be there at 7 o'clock in the morning nope, either. No, that's too early. Yeah, so uh, we had 15 kids signed up. Um, we had a couple that were no-shows and a couple that canceled at the last minute. So, unfortunately, we ended up with only having eight kids on the line, but they were... Yeah, that's a, still pretty cool. They were a great eight, like seriously. The great eight. Uh, the great eight. Uh, they had some uh, very... They were varying degrees of, of shooting abilities, uh, some that had obviously shot before. Uh, then there was a couple that had maybe, well, there's one little guy, his name is Josh. He had shot once before. His dad was there, and he had a brand-new scope with a brand-new, um, sorry, brand-new rifle with brand-new scope, and it was his dad's rifle, too. And this poor kid... Uh, he, uh, I think he weighed probably about, you know, 60 pounds soaking ring and wet. And, uh, yeah, we just, um, we paired him up with Jay Hines, which oh, was perfect. Easy. No, that's, yeah. that's, the, that's the way to do it. Take the biggest guy yeah. and put him with the smallest guy. It was so the awesome. little guy's like, are you going to eat me? Yeah. And Jay's like, yeah, I might actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, um, he, he, out of all of them, he probably needed the most help. And the reason why is because he is right-handed. However, he's cross-eye dominant, and he's never – well, he never shot this rifle before, but he hasn't really shot before. And Poor he, little guy. Cross-eye dominant. That's the worst thing ever. 
so he was shooting left hand left-handed because oh, it yeah. was more comfortable for him he probably I mean, you know what and he's just going to get used to that and he's going to be fine so that's fantastic that's, that's a good that's a good strategy to use when you're cross-eyed dominant if you're a kid right. because you can get used yep. to it if you're already an yep. adult it's kind of hard to get your left hand to do what you tell it to but when you're a kid you got lots of time to train that thing right and that's exactly it he goes it just feels more comfortable and we tried all kinds of different things with him trying to figure out uh you know situating him and and because of the fact that there was um, Kevin, myself, Mario, and Rick, and we had eight kids, and one person was calling the line. So essentially we had three instructors, plus we also had Brian and, and Jay helping us out as well because we wanted, especially early in the morning, we wanted to um, spend a little bit more one-on-one time. Or yeah, well, that's fantastic. Time. That's a great student-to-instructor yeah. ratio. Yeah. And Too so, bad they couldn't all be like that, eh? <laughs> I know. Uh, well, the kids... Here's the deal. The kids actually, they they paid attention when we were giving the um, points of instruction. And they got it, nice. I think, better than the adults. That doesn't and surprise me. No safety issues. Like, we demonstrated how to make a rifle safe. We, we talked about it, but we actually visually showed them and demonstrated how to make one uh, a bolt action and also a semi-automatic uh, safe. No, autic, uh, and, I think, is word. So semi-automatic. Yeah, semi-automatic. Semi-automatic. Yeah. And uh, so going back to Josh. Now, Josh, he uh, he was a kid, uh, so we did the points of instruction for prone. Um, that was the first thing that we do. And he's going, I can't do this, I can't do this, I can't do this. And we're going, yeah, you can. Like, I was trying to help him out as well because of the fact that <clears throat> um, uh, we just wanted – we wanted to go along and check each each kid. And he, again, he was with Jay, and I was checking his prone position. And we're trying to figure out if he's going to shoot left-handed or right-handed. And then, you know, I, and he couldn't hold the rifle, and it hurt, and he kept slipping the rifle down. This rifle, had the length of pull on this rifle was too long for him as well. Yeah, that makes and, it hard, too. Yeah, so it was. he was frustrated, and he was about to give up and and uh and that and we fired off a couple of shots he wasn't even on paper oh yeah and yeah and so he was getting frustrated and uh we said no 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 don't worry about it so we took him back for another point of instruction and uh so we talked to jay and said jay sight in his rifle for him so jay did you know five shots later and he's right in the center of the target yeah and so we get back with Josh, and he's down on the line, and he's going, I can't do this. It hurts. I can't do this. And and he was – it was also a bolt action, too. Right. And he's firing it with – he's firing it right, left-handed, right? Yeah. And anyways, so essentially all the rest of the kids, they were able to fire off five shots while – Josh, by the time he got down, we got him situated, and we were able to work with him a little bit. He was able to get off one shot, and he was so upset with himself. But we cleared the line, and we said, okay, let's go down, everybody. So we all went down, and he shot the target in the center of the target, right where we were supposed to. Nice. Well, that changed everything. Oh, yeah. He was so excited. He wanted to, you know, he wanted to fire some more shots. He wanted to, he just wanted to do everything everything well then we actually started doing a little we we brought some extra targets some really fun ones there's an arcade one where you got you know when you were at the at the carnival you had the pig you shot the pig you shot the stars you shot the you know 
Sure. It's kind of like the silhouette ones. But um, anyway, so we printed off some of those, and we've printed off some stars for them and all that. Anyways, we gave them a um, these arcade targets, and they were supposed to shoot, uh, you know, the arcade targets. Yeah. And if everybody could hit the target, then they all we brought prizes. There were dollar store prizes, but there were some of them were really cool. Anyways, so Josh decided that he was going to shoot everything that he could. And so that's what he did. He ended up shooting, I think, he came in like fifth place compared to everybody else. But everybody who was able to shoot the target got the prizes. And then uh, his dad, I was talking to his dad, and his dad said he has the worst self-confidence out there. He's, you know, it's, I can't do this, I can't do this. And this is the first time this this kid has said, look at me, I'm doing it. Look at me, I'm doing it. This is awesome. And he kept. And he kept wanting to shoot, and he kept asking us, okay. And then at one point, he's going, okay, when are we going to do, like, the kneeling like they do in the movies and, <laughs> and all this? And that's what we're doing Maple Seed for, really. This kid has has decided that we're back in October to do another youth shoot. And he already, before he was leaving that day, I said, Dad, can, you, can we sign up for October? And his dad's going, sure. And um, there is there is some really good shooters on the line. These kids were really good. And, uh, yeah, they were, you know, they were bringing rifles that they brought. Um, we started giving out some loaners because some of the rifles weren't optimal. Like, as I said, you know, um, with Josh, he's a little smaller and the rifle. So he ended up, you know, using the rascal that we, that we brought, even though it was pink, he just loved it because it fit, it fit him, right? Yep. That's the thing. If it fits, it makes such a big difference. Right. And, there was a couple of other kids there. They were there. Their, their parents decided that, that if they were going to shoot, they were going to shoot with iron sights and then learn that way and then they can graduate. And I'm thinking, you know what? It sounds like a really good idea, but what maybe might work a little better is getting them a rifle that fits them and then put a scope on it so the kids can see and so that they can see how well they're doing, right? That's right. And they can... And yeah, give them good feedback first. Get them... Right. Get them into the basics first. Shooting a scope is basics, and then right. go back to iron sights. I know exactly. iron sights is traditionally basic, but it is harder than shooting a scope. So teach them exactly. the easiest way possible, and then go to the more difficult one. That right. would be my take on it, too. Build the foundation, right? And then get them yep. excited about it, because if they're not going to be excited about it and they're going to get frustrated, they're just going to just say, I'm not doing this again. Yep. Right, so if you want to continue with your kids, and so that's yeah. my tip of the day. Yeah. Either a red dot or a scope on the first right. rifle for sure, and then right. teach iron sights later. Right. So we traded out a couple of rifles because um, because of just that, and a couple of them wouldn't sight in as well. They were yeah. t- too far off. Sure. The iron sights. So we traded those out, but all the kids, all the kids won prizes. All the kids got a maple seed patch as well. Nice. That's part of coming to the event. They all got the the patches, the blue youth patches, and a couple of them even tried. We did run an MQT. Um, the kids were able to do a couple of things. They were able to if. It was sunny, and I mean, it was boiling hot, too. Yeah. It was like 28 or 30 degrees by, by noon, and we kept getting to drink water and we kept getting into the shade. They had Which popsicles. is just below freezing for American friends. Yes. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so, but a couple of them were just toast by about 2 o'clock or 3 o'clock. So we said, okay, you know what? Here's the options that you have. You, those that are want to sit out can sit out for a little while or 
or done shooting, that's fine too. Those that want to just plink, um, we have reactive targets. So we, I did want to say uh, thank you to Matador Arms because they sent us some flapjacks, and those are just amazing. The kids are loving them. And so they got to shoot that, and Josh decided that he was going to do that, but he also wanted to shoot more of the arcade target. And he, he kind of bargained with me because I was kind of running the line at that point. He said, hey, you know what? If I shoot the duck, which was a little bit – it was one of the hardest ones. He said, uh-huh. can I get more prizes? And I said, absolutely. So <laughs> he was shooting for prizes. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, then there was uh, three of the older kids, and they decided that they were going to do the MQT. So we did do the MQT. Uh, normally with uh, apple seed or maple seed, they do a um, – it's not abbreviated. It's an adapted courseifier. So anybody who's not able to transition. Right. So these guys didn't transition uh, from – they didn't transition from standing to prone or standing gotcha. to – They just did each stage. Right. Sort of, yeah. They start the in that and they stay in that. Yeah. Right. So – in order to do that, one of the things that we do is we allow people to stay in the position they are, but whoever is transitioning has to fire first, and then they can fire. Ah, uh, okay, gotcha. Right? Yeah. So, Jay Hines and Brian Bolivar, it was a sanctioned event, and we asked them to actually run through the MQT. And, obviously, it's a sanctioned event, and if they were able to score riflemen, they got their rifleman patches. Right. So they scored Rifleman, and they both got the Rifleman patch, which nice. is awesome. That's fantastic. So have, yeah, two more Rifleman. Um, but the kids themselves, they went through the, the whole course of fire, too, and are the string of fire, and they they did really, really well. Now, none of them actually achieved Rifleman, but they were pretty darn close. There was one kid that had um, high 190s. Oh, wow. Really. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, so... And that was with his rifle. No, sorry, it was with um, it was with Rick's rifle. So, yeah. So it was very good, very hot, very a lot of fun. Very a lot of fun, huh? Yeah, very we changed lot, things yeah. out. We changed. <laughs> yeah, we had to, like as I said, we made a course of fire, and it was based on the adult one. We threw some really cool kid stuff things in, um, but we did have to make some changes. One because you know it takes a little longer with the kids sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And all that, and we threw a couple of things out, um, and it's all about you know on the fly. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's but it cool. Was a lot. It, was it a lot sounds like you had a really good time, and that the kids really enjoyed themselves too. I love hearing about new people getting into the sport, so that's yeah. just fantastic. They all had a good experience, and they, even that one little kid, uh, you know, got a big boost in self confidence. So that's fantastic. They did. Yep. Yeah. They were all they were all happy. They were all pleased with what they uh, what they were able to accomplish, and the adults that were there. They were all pleased with the kids, too. They've improved tremendously from the morning to the afternoon. And the adults all sat there and watched the the, the, um, uh, the learning points. Mm-hmm. And so they all got a chance to absorb all the material. So I'm expecting them to, you know, to, to shoot better as well. Awesome. Um, and the kids all asked to be taken out by their, their parents and relatives again. So... That's a good thing, I think. Yeah, it is. Yep, yeah. Involved. Kids back in. And the other thing that I needed to do was also, um, I think, thank Odell, because they supplied all of the ammo for the kids. Oh, nice. Yeah. So they didn't even have to actually I'm a kid. I'm a, I'm a kid. <laughs> and they, they supplied the Aguila, so it was good stuff. That is good stuff. Yeah. Hardly any failures to feed or, you know. Nice. It, nothing. 
These kids were awesome. All right, that's all I did with guns. Cool. And upcoming events. Do you want to take? Let's just go into the news. (laughs) Do you want to just do the news? Yeah, we do the upcoming events every week. Yeah. They can hear them last week if they want or next week if they want. There's nothing new there, right? There is nothing new. They're all the same. Yeah, let's do news then. This is supposed to be micro. Yeah, that's exactly my point. What I did in guns was almost as long as Trevor's. Yeah, but yours was quality. See, he's just (laughs) quantity, right? But yours was quality. So, yeah. just kidding, Trevor. I like you too. Not as much as Brian, but I do like you. Does he? Is he having a brain aneurysm right he's now? He's probably having an aneurysm right now. He doesn't even know why. He's just like stroking out on the couch, and he's not even sure. He, he's like, they're probably saying and. And. They are saying and. A lot. <laughs> All right. Let's talk in the news, because we did have a couple of things that happened in the news today. Yeah. Or this week. Well, this week. Uh, why don't we talk about the liberals uh, tabling... Um, well, it's Ralph Goodall. So, yeah. did you know about this at all? Not a whole lot. Why don't you fill me in on it? I kind of know a little bit about it, but... Okay. So, Ralph Goodall has tabled a bill before the House of Commons. It's in regards to the Quebec um, gun registry. He said that it's not going to bring back the long gun registry for the rest of Canada. However, if Quebec files a petition within or a request within 120 days, that uh, they can have back the information from the long gun registry for Quebec. So, that's... So, hopefully they'll... Only, if I mean, first of all, I'm upset that this is the case because that information should have been destroyed whenever... It was supposed to. It was supposed to be destroyed back in the day. But, that being said, are they just going to be getting Quebec information? Um, that's what they're supposed to be getting. Okay. Well, hopefully then the rest of the country's information was destroyed and it's just Quebec's information that's still out there. And that way we don't have to worry about this crap because this is right. dumb. Well, they've also said that they believe that the material is outdated and incomplete. So if Really? No kidding, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. What? It's been like a couple of years and nobody's been keeping track, but you think it's outdated? Huh. Weird. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> and it also states that the Quebec provincial government has began to create its own gun registry about a year ago. So, that being said, uh, anyways. Yeah, it's Quebec. I mean, it I like the Quebecers. I like the people, but I don't like their government. Yeah. Their, their laws are... Why are they so special? I don't want to get into that right now. I'll, I'll, <laughs> make, I'll have to bleep myself. <laughs> I'm going to cough. All right, you cough. Can you take over for a sec? Sure. Um, The next news story we are going to cover is an unfortunate one, unfortunately. It's uh, last weekend we had an Ipsic shooter um, die. He had had an accident on the range and ended up shooting himself. And, uh, and, you know, they did, as far as I can tell, everything right on the range. They called 911. They got him to the hospital ASAP. uh, But I believe he died after he got to the hospital. Um, preliminary information from what I've heard so far is he fumbled the gun, so he he may have drawn it or maybe picked it up off a table or whatever, and and the gun fumbled and fell, and, uh, and during that fumble uh, it went off and and shot him in the chest. So uh, first of all, you know, condolences and thoughts and prayers to his family and yeah. uh, and the rest of the Ipsic uh, organization because it's a, a loss felt by all of us. Really, he was. Yeah renowned in in British Columbia. He was a well-known instructor, a very good shooter, a very good instructor. 
Um, you know, so a couple of lessons from this. First of all, accidents can happen to anybody. Doesn't matter how good you are, or how bad you are. An accident is an accident. So uh, you know, just be careful out there. And and two, really, the, the the biggest takeaway here is if you drop your gun, just drop it. Doesn't matter how expensive it is, just drop it. Let it hit the ground. It's not going to go off. They got drop safeties on them. But if you grab it and then you get your finger in there, you know, it could go off, and this sort of thing could happen. So yeah, it's just really important to be really safe out on the range. So. You know, we'll keep him in our thoughts and, and his family, and you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully this doesn't happen again. Yeah, we're hoping. All right. So the RCMP. Oh, oh so, in, so, so back, that. so so back to some good news then. Yes. <laughs> uh, so the RCMP have put out a bulletin about uh, receiver blanks. Yeah. You, you knew about this, right? I did. Yeah, this is very irritating. They, they yes. basically said a hunk of metal is now a gun. So they they say that the, according to the wording that they used is that a, a firearm is anything that can be adapted into a firearm. Well, well anything can be adapted everything. into a firearm. Like now we got a like pipes, tubes, uh, plumbing, chunks of aluminum, springs, mm. like all these things. They're just everything's just a big gun waiting to be assembled, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't, if, if the listeners aren't aware, there's such a thing called an 80% receiver. And it's a receiver. It's basically just a chunk of aluminum that's in the rough shape of a receiver of whatever firearm. I mean, there are a couple different types. So there's AR-15s, there's Glocks, there's um, 14s. There's, there's, different, there's different types of firearms that right. you can get these unfinished receivers. And it's basically just a hunk of aluminum or steel in the sort of rough shape of that firearm and what you need to do is you need to finish it. Eighty percent of the work is done. That's the you know, getting it into the into the right shape and then you have to drill all the holes and dremel and file and fit and put in all the rest of the all the rest of the pieces. So it's not a gun. It's a hunk of aluminum that's in the rough shape of a gun. And they're saying, well, these are guns now. So if you have one you either need to register it or if it's a prohibited gun you need to yep. turn it in. Right. And well Okay, so I have say I have an AR-15 lower. Well, who's to say that's an AR-15 lower that I need to finish? Or maybe it's an M-16 lower. How, who's mm. to say? So that could be anything. So are they now automatically saying that all AR-15 lowers are now M-16 lowers and they're prohibited and must be turned in and destroyed? Because you mm. could certainly turn it into an M-16 because they're the same shape. You just got to take out a little bit more material. Right. So, I mean, where's where's this line here? Where Where are we going to stop? Saying this well, is no longer a firearm, this is now just a hunk of steel or a hunk of, of aluminum. I don't know. So that's pretty ridiculous. It, it yeah. really is. I. It's a paperweight, folks. It can't. It it it's it can't fire around. It's not a gun. It's it, no. Nope. The parts, the holes aren't drilled. You can't put a trigger in it. You can't do anything to it. You can't attach a barrel. You can't do anything to it. It's just a hunk of metal. Right. But. In, but yeah. in some cases, right now they're prohibited. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. So it's hopefully so, this doesn't gain any traction because again, like the Beowulf thing and the 1022 mag thing, this is an opinion of the RCMP. This this isn't law. No law has changed. They haven't changed any laws. This is just their opinion changing on things. And I don't know how that's ever going to stand up in court personally. I don't know either. I don't know. I know one of the things that they did say is if you're not sure, just take a lot of photographs and send it to them. Oh, yeah, because that's – yeah, no, that's a yeah. great idea. I know, yeah. eh? I'm not sure if I'm speeding, though. I'm going to take a picture of my speedometer and send it to you, and you you be the judge. 
<coughs> because hey, you know what? That's prohibited now. So yeah. we're just going to come right on over. Yeah. No, that's a good Yeah. Don't do yeah. that, people. <laughs> well, I'm not saying anything about Yeah, that's what true. Yeah, you guys do whatever do. you Yeah, you guys do what you need to do. You do what you want to do. You do what you think is right, but I yeah. I can say for myself if I had a 80% lower and I wasn't sure if it was an AR-15 lower or an M-16 lower, I certainly wouldn't take a picture of it and send it to the RCMP and ask them. Right. I'm pretty sure they'd say, well, it's an M-16 lower, I can tell. Can you can you tell me if this is prohibited or not? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh dear. So, yeah. yeah, I know that. Anyways, I know, I'm not going to go. Yeah, we'll just move on. All right, cool. All right. New gun stuff, NEA 102. 102. There you go, 100 and 2, the NEA 100 and 2. That, that's a, a AR-15-looking-ish sporting rifle, is it not? And it's yes. chambered in 308. <coughs> As you can tell, we're definitely healthy on this show. I hope you guys are, aren't listening to your computer. You're going to get a virus. <laughs> I thought I was muting myself. <laughs> no, you didn't. That's okay. <laughs> oh, now she's muted. <laughs> yeah, we're both pretty. I've, I've muted myself about six times so far, coughing oh, and sneezing sorry. and blowing my nose. Nah, it's okay. It's just proof that we actually are sick, and we are the strong ones because those other two slackers aren't even here, and they're not even sick. So I know. We're dedicated. We're, I'm just dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Putting the dead back and dedicated. Levelator can. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it'll fix it. It's no big deal. It's all, all right. good. But yeah, no, this is a this is a sporting rifle type looking deal, right? In 308? Is that what it is or is it in 556? Or do you know? I don't really know. She must have muted herself, probably coughing again. Yes. Sorry. That's cool. You're loud. Uh, I think it's 556 actually. Yeah. Yeah, it's, let me do it. It's Double a neat looking rifle. There's no linker I'd check. I guess I could Google it, but that's a lot. Yeah. Of work. That's well, a lot of work. Well, you check that, and I'll talk about the 1022 chassis from MDT. It's awesome. I want one, by the it's way. It's a nice looking. Trevor should have held off. He could have yeah, gotten one of these instead of that uh, Magpul one. Although Trevor's probably still wanting the Magpul one over this one. The Magpul one does look pretty cool, but this one does also look pretty cool. I like this one a lot. If I had a 1022, I'd consider putting it into this because it's not a chassis that's a lookalike of something else. It's not like an. It doesn't make your. 1022 look like an AR-15 or a SCAR or anything else. It's just a 1022 chassis that's yep. been designed properly, and it, it's sleek and sharp looking. I really like it. It is. It is very I nice. I really like it. Like it, it is a slick looking rig. I might get a it 1022 is. just so I can get one. How much are they? I don't know. Let's have a look. Probably a lot. Uh, Where's my button for back? No button for back. Uh, no. Doesn't, doesn't no say. price. Yeah, when it doesn't have a price, it means you can't afford it. That basically, yeah, yeah. If you have to ask how much it is, you can't afford it. Yeah. So the NEA, it is it doesn't look like it's in yet, but it is seven point six two. Oh, it is. So it's three hundred eight yeah. then. Yeah. Um. So, well, well, seven six two by fifty one or seven six two by thirty nine. Probably thirty nine. Oh, thirty nine. Yeah. Oh, it's it's AK. Yeah. <laughs> basically, cut a man in half. <laughs> Banana clips. <laughs> Okay, well that's cool, um, but yeah, they're still waiting for the FRT number, I believe. So I believe so. I don't think it's in yet, but it's a neat looking rifle too. Everybody's I, talking about it though. Yeah, but for the price, I think they're talking what sixteen hundred. Yeah. Isn't that the price I heard? Because that's yeah, fifteen ninety nine. Yeah. Is that Canadian or American? Canadian. Man, oh yeah, they're yeah. No, yeah. that would be a. That's about what I was. Well, no, it's not. That's still a bit more than I paid for my PAR, but that's like in the. In, in the same ballpark, or pretty close to the same ballpark. 
It is semi-auto. Now, if it was 5.56, maybe I'd be all over it, but I'd like to see some accuracy reports first. All right. All right, what's this Tradex thing? Uh, uh, it says something. There's a bunch of limited quality, most advanced, Mosin collector, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Milserp. Don't care. Yep. Uh, select shooting supplies just got in a part of a uh, pile of Glock store parts. So if you're looking for Glock parts, which I am actually, what are you looking for? I don't know yet, but I see. I wonder if they have what I'm looking for. <laughs> uh, no, I'm. Well, I need some mags first of all. I don't have any. Mags oh yeah, yet. you needed. You were going to check out the. Uh, yeah, the, the Magpul ones. I think I'm going to have to because I don't think Calgary Shooting Center has any in stock of the. Well, they might. I should check. I shouldn't speak out of turn. Last time I checked, they didn't have the factory ones in stock, but they might have them. I'm getting them from Calgary Shooting Center one way or another, because I'm not a communist. But we'll just see no. if I'm getting factory ones or Magpul ones, because I do want to try the Magpul ones. So. Uh, pyramid triggers, extended make releases, uh, competitive, uh, competition spring kits. Right. Uh, Nothing I can put in my production five. category Glock. Nope. So. That's yep. cool, though. For those of you who are uh, tricking out your Glock, you can go to uh, Select Shooting Supplies there, apparently, and they have some Glock store parts, so that's Excellent. cool. Excellent. All right. That's it with uh, new gun stuff and an awesome job of uh, reviewing everything on the fly, considering we didn't put it in there. Yeah, we didn't put it in. We have no idea what's going on here. We're basically making stuff up as we go along. No, we're not, are we? Uh, maybe you're not, because <laughs> I am. <laughs> All right, uh, the listener feedback, I'm going to get you to read this because I want to re- read the one from Kendra. Okay, so this one comes to us from Dan. He says, hey, guys, first we'll deal with the fan mail. <clears throat> hey, guys, and Kelly, I just wanted to say thanks. I'm a recent Patreone and finally caught up on the to the special episodes. I listen to Slamfire Radio on my 40-minute drive home from work and to What Trevor Did in Guns on my drive to work. <laughs> so this is, that's, that's because Trevor is 40 minutes long. Yes. So, apparently he likes, he says, I heard he likes gummies. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Anyway, there's uh, not much of a point to this email other than to supply my address for some mad loot. Uh, so, uh, oh, one complaint. Maybe I missed it. But did nobody see the caliber in my donation? 284. The 7mm Remington Magnum is two hundred. Uh, 284 caliber bullets and also my first rifle caliber so two, i didn't know that seven mil was 284 i didn't know sorry so he donated in two eight so he thank you for donating in 284 not just like 70 cents for seven millimeter yes they can't do or seven cents for seven it has millimeter. to be a dollar or more yeah all right so it should have been okay. seven millimeters so seven dollars <laughs> yeah he, then he says, this is in italics. You're not allowed to read it out loud. Not allowed to I took it out. Why is it italics? Is it in italics? For, we're not supposed to read those out loud? No, I took it out just in case you read it out loud. <laughs> I know. It's a good thing because I, I probably wouldn't have actually read it out loud because it was his address. But if anybody wants to contact him, you can email me and I will give you his mailing address and maybe he wants some gummies. Yes. I think or he's a glitter gonna... bomb. Ooh, glitter Sorry. bombs are fun. Anyway, that yeah. comes to us from Dan Grady and Dan's a cool guy. He, uh, he's also he says, the H- HK guy. Yeah, the so. HK guy. He says he's faithfully checking his mailbox. Uh, P.S. The new rifle that some of you watched my unboxing video of on YouTube under downrange trajectory is awesome. Going to try and do a review on it soon. Cool. Awesome. I did see him open that. It was kind of yeah? cool. What kind of rifle nice was it? It's an H&K. Oh, I like H&Ks. Yeah. Well, actually, sure. they don't like me. but No? Well, they hate oh. us. They hate us. H- yeah, it's HK. Because we hate you and you suck. 
Oh, that's the that's their motto. I think. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Whatever. <laughs> this one's from Kendra. And it says, I want to pass on that I love your show. But a year ago, I was against any guns in my house. Yes, stupid, I know. But my husband-to-be is a mil- in the military and knows his stuff and convinced me to get an air rifle. Well, good for you. He took me to our local gun range uh, here in Comox Valley on Vancouver Island. After convincing me again to shoot it, I was hooked. Uh, Dan, my Dan, works beside the Dan Grady. Well, they must have actually coordinated their emails. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Because the last one was from Dan Grady. So Yeah. So apparently so, she's not engaged to Dan Grady, but just to another Dan who is... Dan. Dan. Just regular Dan. Her Dan. There's, there's too many Dans. There's too many Dans. Right. So her Dan works beside the Dan, Dan Grady, the box of gummies that arrived to Trevor. So that's why Dan was saying, right. hope you like yeah gummies and started talking about nothing else but guns he then also uh went on about this podcast that dan grady uh told him about and so every time we were in the truck uh you were all on being the stubborn person i am i would roll my eyes and just look out the window until one day i started to laugh and giggle at the antics of matt and trevor that's basically what we're good for we making making the wives giggle yeah, you guys are pretty funny. Funny I'm looking. No, you know. <laughs> Well, Trevor is. I'm pretty handsome. Uh, well. <laughs> and modest. Yeah. Oh, I got all the modesty in my family. Yeah. I'm proud to say that I now have my own Ruger 1022 in a beautiful purple gray, and Dan has a safe full of multiple guns and is a proud CCRF member. I now look forward to Friday That's when. That's CCFR. What did I say? CCRF. Did I? Really? Yeah, so Trevor's no longer the only <laughs> dyslexic one on here. You too are dyslexic. I am. <laughs> uh, I think that we have... Never mind. So I'm... Yes, he, she said multiple guns and is a proud CCFR member, which go. is kind of funny when you consider what I do with this. I know, right? Anyways. Yeah. I now look forward to Friday when we listen to your show together. So thank you uh, to the four of you for making me laugh and helping me educate me on issue, issues Dan loves. And she says, Kendra, P.S. Can I give a shout out to my Dan, Dan Campbell? Oh, she's given us his full name. Uh-huh. Who is my true hero who stood by my side through three years of breast cancer and many more um, scares of reoccurrence. Oh, absolutely. Aww. You can always yeah. give him out a shout out. That's fantastic. Good job, Dan. You're the man. Dan yeah, the man. But not great. It's that that that's just Dan. That's not Dan the man. It's Dan Dan Campbell that's the man. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're both in the military too, so They might be. They're both know. our heroes. They so. are. Well they're both yeah. Dan well standing by yeah, that's just awesome. He's a good yeah, guy. Yeah it is. And thank yeah. you for listening, Kendra. And I'm sorry. That you got sucked in. <laughs> That's how I started listening to you guys. Yeah. No, seriously. I believe you. I'm yeah. sorry to you too. <laughs> Kevin, had, Kevin had John. I'm going, oh my God. Who are these guys? Oh, they're kind of funny looking. Yeah. Well, that Trevor guy is. Matthew's kind of handsome. That's what you said, right? I'm pretty sure. It was. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, it makes uh, sense. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and then we have one for from Anonymous. All right, from Anon. He says, I guess I'll keep this one anonymous. Although, we do know who he is because I know his email address. But that's cool. I won't out him because he he wants to be Anon. So, Anon. After about a year not working, I got a job in May. But was let go this week. Dang it. 
I'm in the construction industry, so it isn't crazy. Uh, there isn't a lot of that going on right now in Ontario, but it's still a bummer. Yes, it is. I was feeling really down and on my way home, and that's when you guys started to read James's email. And it was a real pick-me-up. Yeah. I want to thank you guys for putting out a great show and to James for making me smile even though I was having a bad day. Hope you guys have a great summer. Appreciative Anonymous fan. Well, it's too bad that you got laid off, dude. But, yeah, James is flipping hilarious. He's yeah, funny. he was. So that was a good email. So good on you, James, for making a non-smile. Right. And I'm sure he's actually going to get a position at another construction. Of course. Because, yeah, yeah, summer is picking up. I'm sure that they'll be building more. Like, move to Kingston. Everywhere I look, they're building things. That's cool. Yeah, there you go. Move to Kingston. Not that far away. No, it's not. That way you can go to the charity shoot, too. Gotta go to the charity shoot, dude. Yeah, well, he's actually closer to you if he stays where he is. But, Uh, or to the charity shoot if he stays where he is. However, for next year, he would be closer. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So if you want to send us emails, which we love, by the way, you can send them to slamfireradio at gmail.com. And you can tell us how, you know, your Amazing we are and how well, how handsome I, was, I am and how funny looking true. Trevor is. Yeah. yeah. I was just going to say, you can tell us how your, you know, your husband's forced you to listen to us. Yeah. Let's see how many wives we can get the light to write <laughs> in saying, I'm only listening because of my husband. But, and, and then either I hate you or you guys are funny looking. Well, Trevor is, not Matthew. And then they also are now... Gunnies. Right. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. That, so, that would be good. So, wives. This is next week. I want to hear from the wives. <laughs> All right. So we do have some iTunes. We have two. Two of them. So, look at that. We, we complain and moan, and, and they finally listen to us and send in two in one week. Well, that's too many. We're only reading one. Okay. I'm just kidding. We'll read them both. <laughs> why, don't, why don't I write, read the first one? Because the right. second one has... Uh, this one's from Gimpy Beaver. I don't want to <laughs> know. <laughs> it's a five-star rating, and it says, The favorite podcast by far. I love the show and look forward to it every week. Sometimes I swear Trevor and Matt are direct descendants of Bob and Doug McKenzie. Keep up with the fantastic work. I think yeah, you guys are. are. We are. Yeah, no, we're all brothers, actually. Hmm. Trevor and Matt and Doug and Bob. You guys didn't this know that? My other, and this is my other brother, Bob. This is my, my brother, other, I'm Bob. This is my other brother, Bob. Bob and that's Bob. my other brother, Bob. <laughs> that was a good show. Yeah. I can't yeah. remember the name of it. Me Newhart. Anyways. All right. I think it was Newhart. Do you want to read know. the... I'm, I'm too young for that. I have no idea. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Big Skog. Big Skog. All right. Uh, five stars titled Nicely Done. I've been listening for a while now, and I have to say that I've enjoyed it immensely. The only complaint I have is a lack of gopher face shoosting that Kelly has accomplished. As for the rest of it, it's all good in my books. Just remember that there isn't a story out there that isn't improved by varmints catching hot lead to the head. Keep up the good work. You're right. I can't think of a single story out there that wouldn't be improved with a gopher being shot in the face. So what do you do this weekend? Well, I was out of the bar and I shot a gopher in the face. See, it makes it better. Well, you know, there's always, you know... I, I was know. at my grandpa's funeral, but then I shot a gopher in the face. See? <laughs> Right. Well, I'm pretty sick. I'm coughing a lot on this show, but I shot a gopher in the face. I made it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So if you do want to send us an iTunes, we really appreciate it because we of the do. fact that, you know, it gets us noticed a little bit more, too. Yeah. And we can officially talk about all of our five-star ratings because we got more. Yeah. We have 150, 152. Nice. 
119 from Canada, 30 from the U.S., one from Australia, one from Lithuania, one from Belgium, and one from the U.K. So we're up to date now. Up to date. As of today. And that's that's it with the iTunes. What about uh, shout-outs? Because I do ask. I know... You know, I know that you don't get asked by. Yeah, by, um, some somebody doesn't like to ask me, <laughs> Trevor. Gosh, yeah, I can't like cough and say his name because I'll go into like a coughing fit because I'm actually coffee right yeah, now. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so it's terrible. Mm. But anyway, um, I I well, I, I mean, I've been talking about Mark Price because he sent me his rifle, so that's cool. I, I'd show him out. But then there's that that Rob Burton guy down down under. Oh yeah, he we he's a Patreon owner. Yeah, Patreoni, yeah. and he's so like we've been after him to come on the show to like come on the a special podcast like one of the special Patreon shows because well he's Australian and he wants to talk about Australia and he wants to come on and it's great and, and uh, so anyway yeah you know, he's been slacking off and uh, mm. you know he can't get up in the morning to come on the show so yeah I guess I'll give him a shout yeah. out yeah. It's actually really yeah. funny because because we thought it was the opposite. We I we thought, thought it was it was us that couldn't get our crap together. We kept canceling on him, but he thinks it's his fault. So we're gonna let him continue to think that it's his fault. Yeah, so. he's probably listening to this. You know that. Oh crap! No, he just listens to the Patreon shows. You said. Yeah. Oh, does he? That no. No. <laughs> but that'd be always, funny. He's always saying good night or yeah. good morning, Kelly. Good morning, Kelly. Yeah, he needs to he needs to step it up and like wake up in the morning and actually record a show with us so we can uh, put out another special edition because we're due for another special edition, aren't we? We're Pretty overdue. Soon? We're overdue. We need, oh man, yeah, we better we get that done. That. Rob, let us know. Let's get this done. Yeah, dude. I mean, might let's get this done, might. Yeah, how's yeah. that? Yeah, no, because he's no. he's in Australia, but he's British. Oh, well, I can't do a British accent. <laughs> you can't do it in Australia, what either. You're right. <laughs> I'm hard pressed to do a Canadian one. <laughs> uh, yeah, because a. Oh, uh, I have shoutouts. Yeah, hi, hey Ch- Kelly, do you have any shoutouts? I do. Thank oh. you for asking. Yeah, Matthew. no, no. Pro- See how that's done, Trevor. <laughs> I do. I wanted to say um, thank you to Jay and Brian for coming out for the kids shoot this weekend. That just happened because without them, um, we would have been in a heap of trouble. Um, but also the fact is that they, I just want to say congratulations because they both made riflemen. Yeah. And that's pretty awesome. They're awesome. They, yeah. They're both really good guys. I, I'm yeah. sad that they don't live closer to me because I would like to see them more often. And I also wanted to give a shout out to Trish for putting up with us and the girls. They're amazing, by the way. Yes. Yes. The girls are. Yeah, they are. Yeah. And, the, and yep. Trish is too. And then there's Brian. Well, no, Brian is amazing too. Brian is actually pretty amazing. He's one of my favorites. I know. Jay Isn't it great? Jay Hines is too. I know. I keep. I have so many favorites. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's do Patreon voters because right. we have a few extra t- this week. We yeah, have we Mark. Yeah. Mark. Mark. Mark Price. Mark Price. Yeah. I'm using his full name because because we, everybody knows who he is because yeah. I use his full name all the time. I know. So, so he is now a Patreon-y, so he's going to get a lot. He's going to be able to listen to us abuse him more. Yes, well, we do do that a lot. Yeah, <laughs> we do do lately. <laughs> yeah. uh, Joel L. He he also is now a Patreon supporter, and he is on for two forty three. Yeah, two forty three is a good number. I know that one. That's a that's a caliber. And Scion H. I hope that's pr- I pronounced that right. Scion. Yeah, sure. Own it. Okay, Scion H for two dollars eighty four cents. Two eighty four. Nice. Cool, cool, cool. So that's the seven millimeter one. Mm hmm. Yeah. 
All right. So, Mark, Joel, and Son, if we do not have your address, please email it to uh, at gmail.com and we will send out some swag to you. Even and if you think that we do have your address, send, it, send it anyway, because we have lost it by now. Definitely have yeah. lost it by now. We lost our minds by now. Oh, too. yeah. I lost that a while ago, back at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Me too. I think I sneezed them out. Sneezed my brains out, I think. Mm. So we just wanted to say thank you to all our other Patreonies as well, because of you guys, we're actually able to stay on air, uh, especially, um, you know, Matthew and I, because we're, you know, we're professionals. Yeah, we show up. <laughs> Unlike some other hosts we won't mention, Adriel and Trevor. Yes. Gosh. But, anyways. Uh. All right. And we'll let you know when the new, uh, the new episode's coming out. Yeah, hopefully soon. Yeah. If we're not dead if, by then. If Rob finally gets his crap together and finally shows up. Because it's yeah. his fault. <laughs> Poor Rob. Yeah, he's a cool it's, guy, though. It's I not like your him. fault. It's ours. He, he, he actually Patreonied me, too, on my Patreon for my awesome. YouTube channel. So he's a, he's pretty awesome. He's a cool guy. Okay. Well, that that is pretty awesome. Yeah. All right, let's sign off because, you know what, okay, I'm going to go ahead. and have a coughing fit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So join one of our firearms associations, you know, those advocacy groups like the CCFR uh, because or the CSSA or the, or NFA, the CCRF if you want. We don't know what that one is, but it's a new that, one, apparently. It's, re- it's related to my work. <laughs> we don't want to talk about it. Oh. Anyways, yeah, it's all about regulations and that. So we don't want to talk about that one. Sure. Um but, you know, go out there and join an advocacy group because right now, especially right now, this whole thing with the RCMP, yeah, yeah, you need to do that. And because they're supporting us, they are making some headway as well, hopefully. And, uh, yeah, also get out shooting. Take your wives out shooting. Yeah. Or, or at know, least make wives. them listen to this podcast. Take your husbands out shooting or make them listen to this podcast. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then check us out on Gunners of Canada. We do have a thread over there. It's kind of quiet. We're only posting the episodes. Yeah. We'd like to hear from you there, too. And also on Facebook, check us out. We have 1,682 nice. likes. That's awesome. So you got to drag it out there. And, yeah. But, yeah. That's it. Cool. That it, yeah, then? We're out? Go. We're done? We we're gone? Done. Yeah. All right. I think we're done for tonight. Right. We should we should end with a big coughing fit. That's what we should end with. with a great big sneeze. <laughs> well done. Good night. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun.